Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, a podcast about the struggle of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Mark Purcell. And I'm Alex Kellerman. And wow. Hey, thank you. There we go. <laughs> and tonight we have Lou Burger. Wow. Take it away, Lou Burger. Let's do it. And I've chosen to tell you here upon my Facebook That you won't be seeing much from me on Facebook My mind's made up, I'm taking a break from You can comment all you want, but I need this time for me. No matter how many likes I get, a status you won't see. I need the relaxation from this gluttonous temptation to pretend to poop while I really use my Okay, um, <laughs> I know I said I was taking a break from Facebook, but I need to say just one more thing here on Facebook. If you need to reach me, I won't be here on Facebook. I'll be out talking to people about how I am on a break from Facebook. The world needs to see what a big deal this can be. Cause we all spend so much time here on the web. While I'm away, I know I'll become better as I grow. better than you. Hello, my friends. Back to using Facebook. Ha <laughs> I almost forgot how to use a Facebook. But I'm here to tell you there is life outside of Facebook. I'm so much more enlightened since I've given it a break. I don't care what other people say, I am not being fake. The praise that I'm expecting should come in like flowing showers. I can't believe I managed it for a whole six hours.
church, 600 friends from Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I just talked about Facebook. Fantastic. Love that it's song. It's about Facebook. Amazing. We get your book. All right, oh, guys. Yeah, sure. Come on, take a seat. Join us over here. here. Let's, uh, let's get the. <laughs> Lewis is a... using Facebook as we speak. Um, <laughs> He's actually texting. He's texting. not using oh, Facebook. How dare He's you. currently on a break. Uh, so, yeah. really quick, guys. Let's get a 30 second bio for each of you. Let's start with Lewis since you're right to my left. Cool. Alex Lewis. Oh, boy. Do you want to do it for me, Hugh? No, no, no. You okay. got it. <laughs> uh, my name is Alex Lewis. Uh, I am an actor and comedian and one of the three members of Lou Burger. Uh, you can see me next year in a movie called Valley Girl, and I do stuff Woo. at UCB. Woo. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. 30 Perfect. Seconds. Alex is a kind, compassionate person, a loving, caring driven individual and he's hot as fuck. and he's hot with beautiful hair you see him chiseled face do you see him <laughs> chiseled face i work out on my face, face. it's just he spends hours sharpening his face every morning mm-hmm. i'm so sorry my friend is like well, okay. outside Come on, you, how do i get in the show be, don't be texting right don't be texting so, did the show start stage. 30 minutes late too <laughs> yeah yeah Peace. 30 seconds. Uh, I'm Keith Habersberger. I was born in Carthage General <laughs> Hospital uh, on June 18th, 1987. And now I'm a try guy. And, uh, and uh, that's probably, if you know me, that's why you do. And uh, today, I had my first role as a professional gamer. Wow. Yes. Are you making a transition? Yes. I'm making a transition. <laughs> You're going to be a professional It was thrilling. Gamer. It was wow. so much more exciting than what I do. It was like, I was so anxious all the time playing video games. Well, people were gunning me down. I did kill one person. Nice, dude. Wow. All right, Huey, take it away. Who are you? Hi, I'm Huey Stonefish. I'm a professional musician. I have a degree in songwriting. I have done a lot of work in comedy. This year I produced five albums. Woo! Wow. I love my bros. Nice. He has a chiseled beard. Beautifully yeah, soft. Those of you who can. He works nice out beard. on that beard. That beard the looks so stout, but it's so soft. It's you very ever, soft. If you put your fingers in there, your your handle actually continue forever. <laughs> nice. Don't get swallowed up. Awesome. Alex, you take the first question, man. Great. Oh, boy. He was talking to me, Lewis. Yeah, well, Kellerman, not to Lewis. Sorry, 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 Alex. Yeah, two Alex's. <laughs> Kellerman, you take it away, man. Uh, yeah, so I guess... Um, this is only my second time hosting this podcast, so why, oh I don't my know God. why you'd put this pressure on me. Because I wanted to. Um, I know you guys personally, so what kind of question do you guys think I should ask you? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That was not... No, no, I'm no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, no, no. no. Why don't, how about... Um, how did uh, Lou Burger form? Ah. Uh, Bad Do you question. not want to ask that question? I just think it's a boring question. Boring. Nobody question cares how we started. They care what we're doing. Well, here, I want to just jump to one of my favorite topics. Yeah, great. When I, when, Alric, you take it away. You know, you, you failed, but you'll you'll get another chance later. <laughs> just cut that part out. No, we won't. Um, but So I saw your one-take musicals. Thank I love you. them. Thank They're you. fantastic. I just want to know like how you came up with the idea of one-take musicals and just talk a little bit about how you guys make those videos. How do we come up with it? Actually, it came up. we came up with it out of function. Uh, I wanted us to make a video project that required zero post. I, I just nice. like we don't have time to edit uh, full music videos. Uh, at the time we were shooting them, I was also starting the Try Guys company. Yeah, so it came out of uh, function. I just wanted us to try to make a project that we could do, and also something that would have uh, 
production value in the production rather than the picture quality. Uh, so we could do it cheap. Each and of those costs like 200 bucks. Yeah, total. the way those were shot was actually with like an Osmo uh, stabilizer and an iPhone oh. 10. Yeah. And oh, nice. uh, it looks pretty good. It was shot on an iPhone. Did you use a special lens or just the iPhone by itself? I, I think it's just the Osmo stabilizer. And to be clear iPhone. for those of you, uh, the one take means that it was one continuous shot. My father thought one take meant that we just did it one time. <laughs> and then that was it. He was like, you know, it really makes people think you're not working very hard. Uh, which is not the case of the one take musicals. There's a lot of hard work. No, usually that we're at least like four or five deep into those. So we've like done that a million times. I think with the first one, like we couldn't even get through it, like until like well, we were too ambitious tries. and how far we thought we could travel with the camera. So like you block it out and then you do it and you're like you can't make it's too much running. You're actually running and trying to sing and do this choreography. So we had to chop it down and make uh, changes to them. And then some of them actually aren't technically one take. They're three takes that, that are oh, stitched together. So some of it's some of it's a lie because wow. they're split screen. They're split yeah. screen. And then so we, like, we, right. we, like we the took a public bathroom and we shot in there and we oh my forced children to not <laughs> enter the bathroom while we used it. In a park. Yeah. In a park. In That's a my favorite park. one, though. That's a great one. It's a good one. We tried yeah. to build, <laughs> we tried to like hash in out my parents' garage and build um, a bathroom. Alex did I, it. I, I did my best. I got I there and I was like, I this will picture. never work. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had like an hour or so with Keith. It was right before I moved to New York for a little bit. And, um, and it was like going to be the last time we'd have together for a little while. So I ran like to a park nearby and was like, I really fucking hope this park has a bathroom that'll work. And it did. It was and, perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. So no permits then. It smelled amazing. No. Okay. No <laughs> nice. permit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hard to get away with in Los Angeles unless maybe you're in a yeah. grimy park bathroom. bathroom. We were halfway through one of the takes of that particular video and like some guy... Like, yeah, that's right. Three children just came in and, came and in. we had somebody like guarding the door. And then and we they, all just pretended we were just using the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone just scattered around the bathroom. Like, oh, I'm together. washing my hands forever. I'll just stand here and wash my hands for 20 minutes. We also brought in like several bathroom items. That, yeah, that I also had a sink bathroom. covered in garbage. So I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything bizarre with all these little pieces like of razors toothpaste. razors and like... Little razor blades and toothpaste mints. is mostly what I had laid out neatly on a sink. And candy. We don't and, know why the children came in and candy also i want to say that there were props we specifically named in the lyrics and alex didn't get those props <laughs> he got all these cool things but the two things we mentioned and recorded we did not have so i was like look you don't have the thing we call I, out by name i was trying to build a bathroom in my parents garage. i kept telling you that will never work <laughs> but it almost did it, wait wait it was can, almost Lewis, as far lewis can you tell them what you used for urinals in that was your clever. That was actually, I used uh, baby bathtubs that I found at Target. They look like urinals. They actually they do look like urinals. Do look like those. That's Alex Lewis and then Keith Habersberger's over here. With the, it's a podcast, so we may not. Have oh visual. right. This is I'm Huey Stonefish. Hello. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait. So uh, did, did you take a picture you? of you the bathroom that you made better. that you didn't actually use? Uh, yeah, actually, I do have. Uh, I've got a picture somewhere. Yeah, you should you send. I want. I want to put it online so we can see okay. what this thing looks yeah. like. It's a real do it yourself. I don't have a way to show it to all of you here in the audience right, right now. You guys, but, uh, you'll just you'll listen to, to this later. Check out the 
in the website where right. the episode comes Exactly. Out. The last question I have about these one-take mus- musicals is um, the choreography. Like, how, how long does it take you guys to figure out the choreography? And do you do it all in one day, or do you, like, practice it out and rehearse it and then mm-hmm. do First the shoot? First of all, it's about a three-month process. It's not. Yeah, we all. rent out, um, uh, we rent uh, out yeah. the Geffen rehearsal I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, no, Keith is, like, amazing at that. He's amazing at choreography. Oh, at really stupid choreography. Yeah, I we mean, did we did a musical called Stranger Things: The Musical, and Keith was the director and the choreographer. I think, he whipped up the dance moves so quickly, <laughs> out of necessity, out of not necessity. out of like, oh, this guy's good at this. It's like, oh, we don't have anyone else. But for for the videos, like, we would just show up on the day, and Keith was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna walk over this thing. Let's set up the chairs so they look like this. Uh, Keith just has like this amazing mind for design in general and like he like he it just comes together in his mind it's really amazing and a lot of it is like well we know that we need to get from this point to this point how can we get from this point to this point well maybe if we put our arms out and spin in three circles we'll get there to there and then we sort mm-hmm. of yes and with keith as at the helm and then we fucking turn to that point and then all of a sudden we're at that point that we said we you know it, it's, it's like when you only give yourself we have four hours to figure this out so every first strong choice, you're like that. That's That'll the right work. one. So like you just you just say yes to anything you've thrown out there. And we knew the nature of this product. Like even if the dance moves are stupid, the fact that we're all doing the same dance moves and we're doing a you know continuous shot for ninety seconds, well that's impressive enough. So it doesn't have to be actual dancing. We're also not actually dancers. So it, you know you just you can do a little more loose directing and coming up with it on the fly. And then we all just collaborated with Henry Lubner who uh, helped us shoot all those. So. He was the DP on that. It's just a one-person crew beside you guys. Yep, two person <laughs> oh. if you include the guy that like grabbed him by the back so he right. didn't. Horror, yeah, we oh, so yeah. helped us out sometimes. Yeah. yeah, and we had playback, and that person often was Alex on set. So like he would actually have his phone in his pocket. We'd be running around listening to the song come out of the phone. Oh wow, amazing! Yeah. It was it's super low rent, um, and that was sort of the the point of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they look great. I was but you have, like, you have the gimmick to let yeah. the one take. Yeah, it had take. You know, it came from some impressive thing. You know, there's that you either have time or you have money or you have uh, good people. So like, we the middle people. ground between need and necessity. Yeah. It's a hot tip. Need and mm-hmm. necessity. Are those the same <laughs> if, thing? if you don't have money, you got to make up for That's one of those. It. Making movies is hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hot so tips. you guys, so wait, tip. so now you're all musicians, obviously. Lewis... And uh, Keith, you guys are were filmmakers before. Huey, you were mostly live, mostly music, yeah. music, right? Um, so, Alric, where am I going with that line of questioning? Do you I think? don't know. Where are you going with that <laughs> line of questioning? You want to just well, talk about like the filmmaking background and how that plays into the part of them that's being who that they are. That sounds like a great way to lead into a question. Yes. Wow, you have so much enthusiasm. You are all <laughs> you are all over the place over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Alex Kellerman, Alric. Yeah. Okay, so just to refine Kellerman's question, yeah, um, mm. like, h- how much of your filmmaking background do you guys take into the band, and like, how much is that important to like you guys getting your music videos made and all that stuff? Like, Keith or Lewis, are you guys the directors of all these videos, or do you have other teams that come in to help you guys make these videos Oftentimes, happen? Times Keith is the director. Okay. Um, if, if there's no budget, I'm the director. If I've decided I'm too busy and I give us a budget, then we hire a director. So like for the music videos, all the songs in the album, we have like very, very different music videos. And that came of like, we just don't have time to produce this ourselves. Let's instead give like a slush fund to somebody and be like, you make this and we're going to give you total 
autonomy and what you want to do and it which is very cool because now the four music videos we have are like not at all the same type they're, they're just that. so clearly different uh which is really fun because all the songs are also like fairly different so the vagina song was done by uh ali jennings ali jennings she, she killed it it was beautiful it, like just ridiculous just very high-end like amazing costumes very cool uh minimalist but still very cool set design and then we for the sausage music video i was like the joke in this is entirely about post so we don't need to spend a lot of brain power on the uh, the physical production of it so we like we just actually threw a party and said we're just gonna shoot during this party the only thing is you can only eat hot dogs <laughs> everyone has to constantly be eating hot dogs to attend this party you can have beer sure go nuts you just have to have a hot dog at all times <laughs> so we were just cranking out hot dogs and then i went through and in post i blurred every single hot forever. dog in the frame oh, there's man. there's got to be upwards of like 50 hot dogs that he had to blur out to make I was them like, look this like, took me like 10 hours it took me like yeah. 25 hours of, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of blurring mom left two or three times during that shoot to buy us more hot yeah. dogs yeah my parents my parents live in Calabasas and have sort of become like the Lou Berger movie studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just big gorgeous house. Film yeah. at your parents' house. Yeah. If, if that's one if one thing can be taken away is just like use your parents house and actually the vagina song was shot in ali jennings yeah. parents house that's right yeah. that's oh, she had this giant like this giant front hall it had like a 20-foot ceiling and we're like we can put a whole psych in this room like we built wow. a psych inside of a living room and to, also to answer like just to revisit what you were saying like i'd say as far as like the filmmaking goes i use a lot i'm probably kind of like the producer of Most the videos definitely. And then sometimes I fuck things up royally, but it's you know I. Huey's the music I, like producer, every producer on that, everything. That, 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 well, that. not Alric, every producer, except Alric. Of no, course, no, I never fuck mm. shit up. Never mess um, up. <laughs> so the, the last question about this: Where do you guys get your budgets from? I mean, how do how do you guys do? You just fund uh, them yourselves? Uh, yes, the budget. Is, no, we did a so we did a Kickstarter for the album, and the album cost about six six thousand dollars. We made the Kickstarter goal about ten thousand dollars, so that we'd have the ability to make. Uh, at least three to four music videos with that remaining for three to four grand. Uh, and that's what we did. And they, I think that the Vagina Song made its money back. Oh, wow. Oh, really? That was great. How did it make its money yeah, back how, through how? YouTube? Through YouTube. Oh, that awesome. one we put on the Try Guys channel so it had better uh, ah, AdSense optimization, ah. had a bigger distribution. Thank you. And, yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, I'm yes. going I'd like to dwell on that for just a second because a lot, a lot of guests on the show have kickstarted projects, blah, blah, blah. How, uh, how was that experience for you guys? How did you, what kind of video did you put up to promote your Kickstarter project? How we, did you get it out? A very there? simplistic video. And what we found was the actually the most beneficial fundraising was doing live streams to people. And being like, and like setting, on Instagram, on Instagram, uh, wow. doing yeah. little donation goals, just little goals. Like, if you donate anything right now, a dollar, we'll just say your name on the stream or like whatever it was. It ended up like getting like more intense. And at one point, we were like, for fifty dollars, we'll write your name on Alex's face I right remember. now. That was <laughs> skin permanent marker. And it was I, awesome. I started throwing out obnoxious <laughs> things you would do to Alex if people donated. I will say, I offered to do that, thinking that like, I bet Keith and Huey will do this with me too, and no it won't just be me writing people's names on my face. How many? But how many names wasn't. did you write on your face? I think like a nine. Lot. Would nine. they have a picture? Yeah. Wow. We'll, put a, we'll put a picture on the live stream. Yeah, and then the person that actually ended up like getting us to our Kickstarter goal we wrote it was zoe and we wrote her name in big letters on my forehead and she's oh, tattooed man. right now on alex's body yeah right <laughs> that's true that so that actually reminds me how long have you guys been making music 
together? T- together, the three of you. Two years? Roughly two years. Two, yeah. two, two and years. a half. Th- these guys were a band before I was a part of the crew uh, for a while, making amazing, awesome music. And then I sort of joined in. And then there was about a year of, of sort of Keith and Alex and Huey as that other guy behind them on the piano. And then we sort of became really close homies and started making a lot of cool stuff together. And now we're all in the T-shirt. You add so much. Now we're all. Hey, hey so what, what T-shirt are we yeah, on? Are you oh, on the T-shirt next to you? They're going to sell the in T-shirt the, in on the, the middle. Podcast. Wait, hold on. <laughs> all right, and the podcast. We'll take a break right now. Lubergercomedy.com slash store. Lubergercomedy.com slash store. We'll put a link on the we'll, Making we'll, Movies is Hard we podcast. We'll put a link. So you can buy a T-shirt. by the sticker. Yeah, so make sure to find them after the show, and you guys can get your shirts if you guys want one. It's a shirt for radio. They um, have Keith, shirts. Keith's they show. have shirts. So oh. we, we are taking oh a break right now to promote Lou Berger's shirts. Well, I think we can skip right through that. Um, <laughs> sure. Oh, so so it's look how uh, cute we are. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, all yes. the podcast listeners, look how cute they are. <laughs> right, right. Raise your hand if you have one of these in the audience. Nobody yeah. is raising their hand. Yeah. No, it's not on him, but you've got one, Jose. We love you. <laughs> so it's the, the, the holidays right now, and you guys mm-hmm. uh, happen to have a song Ooh. about the holidays. Yeah. So, would you like us to yeah. sing it? I yeah, think yeah. I would like you guys to sing another song. <laughs> yeah. Considering the most of no. the audience is Luberger fans, we give the audience what they want. Let's you know? do it. Let's do it. Great. I hope you don't mind, but we'll be performing behind chairs again. Yeah, these chairs. Yeah, you don't mind. Okay. Don't yeah. let these chairs not let you enjoy the song. <laughs> I know you're like, I can't like this song. They're behind chairs. Yeah, these chairs. I can't. Don't but don't forget okay. to sing the chorus. <laughs> Sometimes we forget this bridge. Um, there's so many things I want this Christmas, but none of them are things that Christmas brings. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. Terminal illness, defeating vaccines. I want solutions to bigger global problems like violent police and fascist rulings. But those aren't things that can come by Christmas. So I guess this Christmas, I'll take things. Wait a minute. Alex, what, what, what do you want for Christmas? You know, tell us about it, even though you're Jewish. I want for children to not be hungry and for people to not be sad. I'd love the world to stop fighting, then the world wouldn't be so bad. I wish we could figure out how to treat everyone like human beings. But this year for Christmas, I'll take things. That remind me of older things Tangible things Intangible things Necklaces and jewels and other shiny things Of course I'd love to stop the oil drilling No freaking fracking and no fucking spilling But this year for Christmas I'll take things oh, That's great, Alex. Well, what else do you really want? Like, what do you want in here for Christmas? I want for everyone to be with their families Never have to fight in wars. I'd love to see the end of racism and labeling women as sluts and whores. And oh, what I'd really love under my tree is an open border. 
her policy. But those can't come before Christmas Eve. So shucks, I guess this Christmas I'll take things. Fancy things, ugly things, digital money for physical things, normal things, stranger things, digital money for digital things, things, oh, things, oh, 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 things, no, 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 ah, Since global warming won't end Christmas morning, I'm making a list, checking it twice, a big old list of a bunch of things. Cause this year for Christmas, this year for Christmas, There's only room for one Alex on this stage. That's wow. right. So, Kellerman, go ahead and uh, <laughs> it's your turn. You have to ask a real question now. Oh, boy, I, you know, I enjoy hosting the show so much, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> You're not good at it? I'll You're try, though. Great. Let's see. You're Let's see. Yeah, I appreciate that, Huey. <laughs> hey, this is Huey. That's Huey, That's Huey talking. That's I don't know if you guys know, In but that was Huey Stone. <laughs> that was that, that you just heard was Alex. <laughs> that well, yeah, that was me. Lewis. All right. Um, so well, let, let me let me try to let me try to tie this all back to filmmaking, right? So um, sure, you guys do the one take musicals. We talked about those, but you also do the music videos. We talked about those too with the different directors. Um, how do you guys? Uh, gosh, I, I'm coming up with questions for the music. But well, yeah, no, you can, a, you can do not a music you, podcast. You can, you really, can ask, I was going to ask a question about music. You can ask a question about All music. Right, well, how, how do you guys come up with the, your songs? Do you uh, how how do you write your music is it one of you comes up with something and the rest elaborate on it do you all write generally together? i'd say yeah like one of us has a pitch for a song idea and then we bring it to the other guys um i mean it depends on the song like christmas things was actually a keith idea and he kind of like wrote most of it and then i ended up writing uh like the verse about um, the open border policy that was like primarily me but I think most of the other stuff was Keith and Huey of course like comes in with like music ideas because he's the most musically talented of the three of us and I have uh, the, most, the most training at the very least well yeah, yeah. And, and you're just so, amazing yeah he's well, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is an, a group of an incredible musicians you know we all have different uh, Keith was an incredible French horn player. That's Alex right. is an awesome singer and songwriter. We all just have different sort of experience with yeah, different the, learnings yeah. of how different to learning. But for a song like "Sausage Is a Roasted Dick," we uh, for over like a highbrow song. Yeah, for one of our really yes, just like yes. relatable, yeah, for like one of those real cerebral songs. One of those right, songs right, makes you go, right. mm, "That will change the world." What happened was we started singing "A Sausage Is a Roasted Dick" over and over and over again for weeks, and we all thought. This is dumb. This shouldn't go anywhere beyond my apartment where we all rehearse. But we just couldn't stop singing it. We're like, I guess this is just going to have to be a song we perform. So we refused to build out any more lyrics. The song has got two verses and then is the chorus eight times. Over and over and over. (laughs) Wow. Keith was like, I wrote some lyrics to this. And we were all like, cool. Let's play it forever. Did you write any more? Like, no. No. Just the the chorus again. 
So, so back to the Christmas song. Since Keith, you wrote most of the lyrics. Why does uh, Lewis end up being the lead singer on that mm. song? Uh, I just thought that Alice's voice was better for what it was. In my mind, it's like uh, Michael Bublé. You know, like crooners sing uh, like those kind of songs. And I just wanted it to be a little more delicate. And uh, my voice is like very authoritative, and like uh, uh, it's just it's a, a little more gruff and lower. And I really wanted it to be like. Very much Alice going, there's so many things. I just like that okay. quality of his voice for that song. Also, most of our songs don't have like a soloist, I would even say. Like, for the most part, we most are pretty like bouncing around with yeah. just the three of us. Your here. harmonies are like on point. They're crazy. Thank you. Yeah. We work hard on them. Yeah, how often do you guys practice? Not at least as once much right week. now, but yeah, once a week. At least once a week we get together. Yeah. Pretty, even w- it, when we are preparing for a big show or something big, it's twice a week. But yeah. I mean, we hang out at least. We see each other at least Yeah, we meet at yes. least once a week. But, but that's been also to edit videos to yeah. create the tracks for One Take Musical right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Usually when we're like, you know, performing pretty regularly or coming up with like a new material, we meet up and really like work for hours on getting the harmonies right. Nice. So you guys also do, um, you know, more elaborate music videos, as mentioned, especially there's that one, the Disney Princess one, which is one of your most popular music videos. But I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Like, how did you do that? Was that a similar situation where you found a director and let them go nuts? Or did you guys plan it out? And yeah, like, pretty much. And like, what's the timeline? Keith and I were both working at BuzzFeed at the time of that video. Oh, okay. So uh, Zach Kornfeld had just done a music video that was like a kind of music video about a girl who had like a flat butt and it was like a booty song about flat butts. I was like, Oh, this is very funny. And also I just, I didn't know he cared, like had an interest in making music videos. So I was like, do you want to make this one? Did he make that video? He did. I didn't know that either. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh my god! And then he Huge and revelations on the show tonight, guys. Yeah, he, I he, was not a. I was. I wasn't even born. That was yet. before. Yeah, that it was, was before exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just met, and we. He actually. I don't think he storyboarded it per se, but he beat wrote all the beats, and then we filmed it all, and we just sort of grabbed different personalities on Buzzfeed to fill out the roles. Yeah, and then we we also called in like a bunch of cosplayers to uh, play yeah. the different Disney princesses, and, we, and there were a lot of standing sets at Buzzfeed that we were able to manipulate very easily, which really helped. Okay, so you shot at BuzzFeed's yeah. offices. Yeah, when you, nice. when you work at a studio. When you work at a sure. studio, you can just like, well, like, oh, I'm going to book this set for an hour. I highly recommend it if you guys <laughs> yeah. are working on a project. All you filmmakers out there. If you want to have an easier time getting people to see it, put it on a 16 million yeah. subscriber <laughs> platform. So what was uh, the, um, the the crew like on that? Was it still just like one camera operator? Oh, yeah, that was Pretty like small. Ma- maybe a camera. I think it was just Zach. I think it was Because we didn't have any sound. So Zach and probably an intern for playback. Wow. Wow. And then just as a more insider question, I guess, I, I don't know, but like you make the video, did you know that it was going to be released on Buzzfeed before you did it? Because that was an agreement you had with them or like, how, like yeah. So like, I mean, yeah. So we, we made it at Buzzfeed as a Buzzfeed production, but oh, the song was okay. written way before. Okay. Uh, and I just thought like, this is such a good, and also it just aligns with Buzzfeed. Essentially it's a list song. It's like every right. line is a joke. It references all these Disney princesses. Disney princess comedy like works really well on YouTube. So it's a lot of like looking at what will perform well based on like how YouTube functions, and then looking at like the song we already wrote. Like oh, this song is just ripe to be made in the studio. I did not think it would get twenty two million views. But did no. you have no, to pitch but it to tip. them, or did like they disagree? Like how does that work? Yeah, you, at that time you kind of had to pitch it to them. But 
we were like, we can make it for under three hundred dollars. They were like, okay, oh, right, that was e- easy. You have the, easy and that, yes. that's not counting the standing sets that exist, right? Like there, there's equipment for free, or the labor sets that are free. Basically, you're just paying for minimal props or people coming in. I think we maybe got a five hundred dollar budget for that because we wow, had so I think so. I yeah, think that's we amazing. also had we went over it. We also too. had like, Mayhem Miller, who is a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race this last season, as our Ursula in that video really? before, oh, before she was super big. Go. So we have like <laughs> one of the most notable drag queens right now in that video, which wow. is awesome for us nice you're at the cutting edge yeah <laughs> all right guess what time it is that's a that's a good that was a good hot tip oh sorry what it, time is it for you to ask a question oh, okay well i was actually just going to dwell on that great <laughs> no you gotta ask a great question. tip that keith gave us <laughs> it was a hot tip that's a good tip <laughs> about <laughs> analytics and all that and, and looking at what is popular right. and writing yeah if you type that. in like disney princess into the search bar on youtube every video even if it's total garbage Total garbage has like way more views than you'd expect. Like that, I think that is a really great tip for anybody who's just getting started. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, things like, like that. If you have buzzwords, doing like rap battles of Disney princesses, or doing like alternate storylines of Disney princesses, or putting Disney princess storylines into other cultures, always works. So, yeah. so you guys still do that? Do you like write songs around things you think will be buzzy and like get hits on YouTube and stuff? Yeah, I mean, the one take musicals are all like uh, okay, I, like identity moments, right? Like right. you might accidentally Google. Lost my keys. Right, or, or just like it, it's yeah. If you when you walk out of your car and you honk it, and then you walk away and you honk it again, even though you know you just locked it, you just do it again, just because you do. And then like so, writing a song about someone who incessantly yeah. does it is based on this moment we all share. You know, having guilt that you're not going out uh, on a Friday night, even though you said you'd go, but that you just don't want to go. Yeah, uh, like those are relatable moments. So yes, that those songs were written to be viral identity. Pieces. And right. we've written a lot of songs that haven't been released. You know, yeah. We, yeah, but there's a lot of songs now that we sort of looked at and we thought, oh, well, compared to a song about locking your cars, is a song about right. eating free samples at the grocery store as uh, wantable. I mean, it's kind of relatable. It's eating, kind of relatable. Going to a grocery store just to eat free samples is definitely something I did when I was 22. Come on, let yeah. us know if you've ever done that, huh? <laughs> yeah, audience clap. No, wow, okay, well. Okay, on. See, that's why we haven't released it yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got a question. I got oh, a question. Yes. How's this? Amazing. How's this? You never watched so you guys have also um, uh, been working on like a pilot. I mean, you guys have been trying to do other types of film work that's mm. not necessarily, I mean, I guess it's related to the band, but isn't like a music video, but right. a narrative thing. Yeah, sure. Can you talk to us about the process of doing that? Are you all three writing together? Those sorts of things? How, how does that all... I mean, that's certainly a project where I think we divide into different roles where like uh, Alex is like producer and writer and then we have a friend, Mark Musinski, who's a writer on Anytime We're Trying to Make a, a Higher Tier Thing. Huey is definitely the you know main music producer of all of these things. I do mostly punch up on lyrics for those sorts of things. Um, they write out the song and then I come in and be like, let's do this and... They really that a lot of those function is they do a lot of the groundwork and then I come in and we sort of dress it up and then we take it out for a pitch and that's really just out of I have crazy time constraints this year. Well, but what is what is those are, are those projects? Are these pilots? Are they music video ideas? Right. Like what we, are they? We have a pilot script written and we've got um, a musical that we're working on currently. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you guys do live musicals also. That you mentioned Stranger Things earlier. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, we did that a Stranger. We did a Stranger Things music, the musical parody, like a year ago, like way more groundbreaking than the current one at the Rockwell. <laughs> um, <laughs> in uh, case you haven't heard, I got yeah, them. they were first. Uh, we were first. Uh, anyway, so so we do like fun shit like that. And, and that was cool because it was like an '80s rock genre musical. So we like had a lot of sound-alike songs that these songs were that were like popular 80s songs. So it was trying to really take what was cool about that show and magnify it and then also like get an entire season into a 45 Yeah, one example show. of that is we uh, we took the song um, You Might Think by The Cars and kind of made How it into... Uh, you might think I'm crazy. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember yeah, the, the cars lyrics, but I, then boom, we, we don't know the real song yeah. anymore because we only know the song <laughs> right. that we wrote. Our, it sounds our like our version it. is is about the Winona Ryder, Ryder character going crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot keeps... of what we do with Lou Berger is you know we're we're three bros who like to make stuff together. We like to hang out. We like to create things together. So a lot of what we've done is just created a lot of things so that we can say, look. We've created all of these things, things together. So many things that we've made together. Somebody buy something. Please, someone buy Please it. Please pay us for so, it. So, what, but really quick, so for the listeners out there who are like, you know, we, we always hear this this phrase, especially people who are outside of Hollywood, uh, take it out. We'll just take it out. Mm. Like, what the hell? How, how do you guys do that? Do you have managers, agents? Is that how you're taking these things out to yeah. push we, them? We have uh, what we in the business struggle. call an Alex Lewis. <laughs> and uh, I, I would say Tell this me before more. the show, and I'll say this: I'll say this till the day I die. I've been a part of a lot of comedy groups in my day, and uh, the only one that I'm still in is a band called Lou Burger, and we have an Alex Lewis. And it's 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 really important to have someone who keeps everything going and keeps it rock and rolling, and calls you if you're you know an hour early just to make sure that you're going to be there and as much as i give him shit about it uh it's very important and it's really wonderful and beautiful so we have an alex lewis and you know i mean keith obviously does his part and i do my part but we have we are all dedicated to this project and on top of that we have an alex lewis making sure that like there will not go a day there will not be a day that goes by where we don't make some sort of forward progression with our band and with our creative entity well i <laughs> am flushed <laughs> Ded- dedication is uh important, dedication is important. in yeah. filmmaking too it's difficult to find two or three like-minded individuals that you can work with again and again and right. consistently put out good material or even one or even, even one, one sometimes. it's hard to it's find very that person hard sometimes so you guys gel so well together it's like really impressive to me how you guys work together mm, thanks but you guys do have representation right yes yeah, we're with Gersh. <laughs> that's that's really the you know. How did take us through that? How'd you get representation? What was it that that got you the? the um, I, they came to a show and they liked it. Yeah, there you go. But wait, but did you invite them? Did you Hell know yeah, somebody? They yeah. they had seen Disney Princess and they on the strength of seeing the Disney Princess video called us in and I was in like the next day and they said we want to sign you. Can we come to a show? And then that's okay. what happened. So you had a really well, hot music video. In fairness, it's basically like an audition. In fairness. That's sort of what happened, but the other factor that we're not glossing over is then then Alex booked a show, and then Alex invited every single person he's ever met in his entire fucking life to the show, and then Alex made sure that we rehearsed for the show, and then Alex made sure that Gersh came, and then Alex made sure that we were ready. So you know, it's it's well, not just that. Oh my God, Gersh saw this video that they did that had so many views, and then came to the show. It wasn't just that. It was. Gersh liked this video. Okay, so yeah. Alex made sure that yeah. we fucking so he showed set up. up the most 
impressive show possible <laughs> yeah. with a yeah, bunch of people exactly. who'd be like, this is amazing. Have this you ever is, seen yeah. anything like right. this? That, that's actually Have you ever seen a show like this? It was no big deal. Yeah. Another it wasn't hot for me. tip. Another no, hot that, tip. That's yeah. a really good point. Like, just because people are interested, if you don't act on it and you don't do the right things and, and take the right action, nothing's going to happen. I think a lot of times True. people think it's like, oh, I got the call from the agent and the manager. Not that I've ever gotten this call, but they think that it's <laughs> it's done. It's easy. It's over. But it's a good point that like you have the opportunity and then you, you seize the opportunity that you grasp it. So yeah, you've got yeah, to that, get that's the awesome. interest. And then once you have the interest, you have to perform. Right. And then right. Even after you have representation, you've got to like hound them to work for you. Sometimes. Right. Yeah, you guys are still pitching your own stuff. It doesn't mean that like, oh, well, great. Stuff. And now it's all going to be great. It's like, no, they have like a bunch of other clients and those other clients uh, maybe have a way higher income on their projects. So right. like they're, and they rightfully should put their time on something they're getting 10% of a million dollars is a lot better than 10% of a thousand. <laughs> right. You know, so like, it's very hard is to get, very on. hard Wait, to convince it. somebody. Yeah, like, yeah. You should, you should really help us get this video out so we can make 50 bucks. Yeah. Right. Cool. We're, we're a little busy with Dave Chappelle's next video. So, yeah. But so that's another, brings up another question. So how many jobs have you guys gotten through your presentation since you've been booked or, you know, cool. Signed? Well, thanks so much for the podcast. Well, we've <laughs> gotten some, but it's, I, so they also <laughs> Represent um, me and Keith uh, as actors, oh, and okay. I have I've wore I did a movie called Valley Girl last year that comes out next year. Nice, and excellent. Another movie called All About Nina that was like an indie movie that came out about a month ago, starring Mary Elizabeth. Yeah. Those Stead. auditions came there you from go. having an agent in Gersh. Correct. That's excellent. Congratulations. Thank you. But I'm actually not first, right? with Gersh right now. That's right. That's oh, right. you're not. I have to say that because this is a thing that's going on. It yeah. is going on. Yeah. Hey, Wait, so yeah. you're not a Legal disclaimer. Company? I'm not at Gersh as, as Single. I'm at ICM. Oh, okay. Wow. With the Try Guys. That's, that's even right. fancier, but isn't it? But with Luberger, he's... At, it's, Gersh, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about managers, agents. I just know that I've heard of ICM. Actually, Keith, could you just talk about that just briefly about how sure. the difference between what you do with Try Guys versus... Lou Burger, just because there's different representation and all that? Uh, I mean, it has nothing really to do with representation. It's more that, like, they're very opposite contents, right? So, like, one is a brand that, like, built, like, itself within a giant media company, and then we were able to break away and retain the IP through a long negotiation. And, like, in that, it's like, this is something that's, like, at this place, it's a very high-value project, and it's also a production company, so we have a staff, we have editors, we have a certain outcomes. So that is, like, a, a business business. And, honestly, the that ICM serves as like helping us do pitches out to traditional and a like hopefully effective approach, but also they do mostly coordinating like um, sales for minimum guarantees if we go with different companies. So like if we have a merch deal, then we can work with a company that's going to be like, we are so confident in you that we know you're going to sell this much money. So we're just going to pay you up front this much money. And that's why you should work with us and not them. Uh, and then you, that you do that because then they give you money up front and you will probably deliver on that return. But it's great to get paid up front, right? Because then you're not hounding someone for your check three months after the job is over, <laughs> right. right? Which is something you don't want to be in. Yeah. Cool. So awesome. they're, I mean, they're very different things. I mean, this is like the music, comedy music is like what I've wanted to do ever since I was a kid. But also, it is like how many comedy musicians can you name? It's probably not more than six. More than tenacious. <laughs> yeah. If you can, like, it's just, it's not. While it's a really no. fun thing to do, I think it's a very hard thing to monetize and grow. Yeah. And we are certainly trying to use the internet to help strategize and do that through music videos, through one take musicals. Like we're going to do a Twitch show next year. We're trying to find the avenues that work, but comedy music doesn't work the same way unscripted long form internet videos work. So they're just such a different way to think about how they succeed. Nice. Awesome. Great. And so, 
Sorry, I'm going to ask one more because I got them now. Do it. I have do questions it. You got now, the so questions. Ask, ask, ask the questions. Yes. All right. So uh, can we just talk a little bit about the training that led you to where you are? Obviously, working at BuzzFeed was a big training course in like editing video and using hot topics. But what about yeah. singing training, acting training? Huey, I've watched you. I mean, you were great at music, obviously, when we first met. But your acting, I think, has improved since I've met you. Thank you. How have you guys cultivated and uh, worked on your crafts? How have you gotten better at acting? Yeah, right? Hugh. At acting? <laughs> oh my gosh, here we go. Wow, just so everybody, I know the podcast, so people can't see me standing. Well, Hugh everywhere. Stand. Huey has just pulled out a soapbox. There's a spotlight <laughs> yeah. on him all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, I have a degree in songwriting. I went to music school, so I was really focused on music, and then I started working in a comedy school, and then I met these guys. And uh, you got better at acting. You're not answering. I you're not answering answer the question. Well, I guess you can like sit back watching down. the videos and being like, "Damn, <laughs> it looks like they're really feeling the emotions they're feeling, and it looks like I'm a fucking asshole. So I guess I should just try to be better at making it look more believable what I'm doing." <laughs> so just not wanting to look like an asshole wasn't enough yeah. drive. Yeah. So did you well, take classes or something? Or I, I, I took. I went through the Second City program and I took drop-in classes and I surrounded myself with people who are really. That's excellent. what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah I definitely the um, have dedicated myself a little bit to to those crafts. And you know, I remember it's sort of the same thing with being in, with music. If you're trying to learn an instrument, be in a band with people who are way better than you. Um, rather than being the best person in the band. So when we're acting, when we're on set, when we're doing film stuff, you know, I'm I'm the person with the least experience in acting. I may maybe have the most experience with doing music things, but when the cameras are on, I'm the least experienced. So I'm very fortunate, and this is the dynamic of our group, is that we all support each other. So I'm fortunate to be in a group with guys who, when we're acting together, they're very happy to give me light, constructive feedback and I'm very welcome to take it because I know that I have the least experience and then I just try to be better every time. Nice. That's a great answer. Another hot tip. Work with people who are, <laughs> who are better, better than, than you. you. Yeah, surround yourself yes, with people better. That Absolutely. Great advice. Yeah. Um, and, and do you guys have any like an training that you guys do currently or are you all trained up and ready? <laughs> We're just, we, we get it. <laughs> We're done. You're done. We've always been done, man. Oh, uh, really? No, uh, I no, no not at all. Um, okay. <laughs> I I've been singing since I was a child. Um, I take classes at UCB. I still do because um, it's fun. Uh, and uh, I took scene study classes and shit over the years. Uh, taught myself to play guitar at sixteen. I'm not very good, but you know it's fun. You're great, bro. Uh, and you keep you. getting better. Um, and, um, but Let's yeah. give it up for Alex Lewis, huh? I'm fucking hey. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Live Jimmy, what are you them. doing after the show? Turning up. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> and then Keith, what about yeah, you? Yeah, Keith. Saying I played French horn for seven years, <laughs> and I majored as a French horn performance major, and then in college, I became a double theater major and French horn performance major, and then I was like, hmm, I can't physically play a Sunday matinee concert and do a Sunday matinee play at the same time. So I had to pick one and I picked theater. Then I did improv, uh, toured the country with Mission Improbable, a short form improv group that's the most booked improv group in the country. Ooh. I didn't know that. It doesn't cost much money to book them. And you can, uh, <laughs> and it, we just cheap toured, rates. Another we, hot we, tip, guys. We cheap rates. They had a really good, like, uh, touring agent so we like I did like 150 shows a year for two years oh, wow. in, in different states and like audiences of two people audiences of 2,000 people so I had a really good like class like my my school was like performing for every type of crowd 
which made me a really, really good performer. I don't think I'm as good of an actor, per se. I think they're like different things. I think I'm a very good performer. I think uh, acting, I have not had a lot ooh, of training. I like in that. I could be better at that. Yeah. That's a, that's a place in which I also feel like I feel very confident on stage. Yeah, I feel very confident in front of people performing. Acting, that's a little bit of a different story, but because I feel so comfortable to be in front of people, it does play off a little bit. But the actual acting... Yeah, Alex is the best actor. Yes. Oh, come on. Oh, most practiced. Guys. Yes. I have one more question. You look like you got one in the chamber. No, no, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I got one more question. I asked a lot of questions It's actually about um, setting up your live shows. You guys have talked about putting up a play. Obviously, you book shows for Lou Burger. What is the process for getting, putting up a show at a theater? Um... This is an only Alex. Yeah. Right? Oh, really? <laughs> we just sort I of let no Alex do it. <laughs> I have no idea I, how it happened. All right, Lewis. Just kind of Google the theater or the shows that I want to be a part of and ask until they let us do really? it. Really? You just call yeah. up wow. the theater and say, I don't I call them. Show? Usually I'll be like, oh, I know this person on this show. I'll email them and hopefully they'll let us on. Sometimes yeah. they do, sometimes they don't. Or I'll cold email them. We used to perform at the Nerd Melt every month. And, That's right. Uh, that was oh, from wow. cold emails? That was just from me emailing them and being like, hey, we'd like to do a show there. Um, this is our following, blah, blah, blah. Alex is relentless. And that, I, we're just we're talking to people who are trying to make stuff. Alex just doesn't give up that's awesome fucking doing it people tell me all the time that cold emailing doesn't work and i should never try it but i've actually had success cold emailing you sound like you have success yeah. cold emailing it so it has to do with the person on the other end's mood in that moment that's, that's true right. and like, also we, i yeah. answer cold emails sometimes but i totally shouldn't answer it's because i'm like <laughs> in a good mood i'm like okay yeah hello uh hello high school <laughs> no, i will not answer things for your school paper but i'll say hello thank you for somehow finding my email Ah, uh, interesting. Well, yeah, and if they're not, you know, if Keith's not interested on Tuesday the 10th at 3.35 p.m., but then you try him again, and you try him again, and you try him again, maybe through. by the fifth email, he'll be like, you know what, this dude's emailed me fucking six times. I'll just at least respond. And nice. that's the Alex Lewis technique. Give it up for producing. Yeah, so I know we probably have to wrap it up soon, but I wanted to see if there's any questions in the audience. We probably have time for one, maybe two questions if anybody has a question in the audience for these guys. Right there. Just because I don't think he's mic'd, the question was. Yeah. Uh, was thank you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you no, do no, it. You no, got no, it, Louis. Louis. It's a good question. Oh, okay. Well, the the question was, what is your bigger picture? What do you guys plan to do in the future? What's your end goal? Famous rock star comedy act. <laughs> I want to be Tenacious yeah. D. Yeah. Right? yeah. We want to be Weird Al. Yeah. I want to be like that. They want, we want to be like the best one. We the want one our own TV show and like a movie. And, and that like you have household six names. old albums of and you don't really <laughs> get what Ten million Instagram about. followers. <laughs> nice. I know, awesome. I just, I, the most fun you can have as a performer is to perform for bigger and bigger crowds and more interesting and diverse crowds and like I, I want to walk into a place where people already know who we are and they already like the music and they're already on board to have a good time and then we all have a really fucking good time. Yeah. We nice. have a lot of fun hanging out. We have a lot of fun making music together. And if you have seen a lot of our shows, they're always changing. So we used to perform where I just played piano for the entire set. And now I play piano. I play banjo. Keith plays bass. We all play percussion. We perform to track. So, you know, part of, part of that is 
being super famous, fucking having a huge following. And part of it is also uh, continuing to have fun every time we perform a show, continuing to, to challenge ourselves to try new things. That's, that's, that's another goal in there. Nice. All right, one more question. Anybody else? In the back there. Cold the email. question was, sorry. <laughs> the, the question was, how did you make your connection to BuzzFeed originally? I applied to BuzzFeed when the BuzzFeed video department was like twenty people big, and it was like on a job posting site. And I honestly, I was trying to get work as an editor because I moved here and I had very minimal digital video production skills, but I thought I was pretty good at editing. I'd edited like a movie. I'd edited like a big like a concert DVD for a band. I had a lot of sketches. I had a web series or two. And I was like, I can do this. I think I could get a job doing this because getting a job acting seems very tough. So I'm going to try to do this. So I applied to all these post houses, but I didn't have a degree in film. So nobody called me. I applied to like 50 places. I didn't get a single thing back for months. And I even saw BuzzFeed and I was like, I don't know what that is. I didn't apply. And then like two months <laughs> went by and I was like, oh, this BuzzFeed's up again. Fuck, they desperately need people. I should apply to them because nobody else wants me. And I applied to them and I did the interview and I had only worked with like a small amount of production equipment, like stuff you do on like small films, like an H4N, it was just a sound recorder, uh, like a RE light kit, which is like the basic light kit and a Canon 60D was like the most basic DSLR. <laughs> and I got there. It's like, well, we shoot on uh, 60Ds. We use H4Ns. We use an Ari Light Kit. Like, oh, what? wow. That's the only thing I know. Nice. They're like, perfect. Like, so find an upstart. And then uh, I, I was there for a while and I, I learned very quickly and it was a great place. But I thought it would be a place I'd be as an intern and leave. I thought I was going to learn there and leave. And that obviously didn't happen. Uh, but then Alex came to a networking event. Yeah, I was... We met at a networking mixer. Yeah, and that never happens. (laughs) It it worked. One out of the 30 billion networks. Like, can you believe it? It happened. We met and we were like, I like comedy music. Like, I like comedy music. I write comedy songs. Like, me too. Like, I wish I had a partner. Me too. That's literally how the conversation went. That was like a transcription. I I was there. You guys started talking about comedy music and then it was like I wasn't there anymore. They were just in their own little world. Amazing. And I helped Alex get a job there. Mostly so we could try to make comedy music. There. Yeah. Well, and you did. Oh, yeah, wow. Did. That's awesome. Yeah. Great story. Um, well, I think we should wrap things up pretty sure. soon. Um, but uh, I just want to do a couple special thanks. Uh, thanks to Lou Berger for being on the show. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, go ahead. You go. Go. <laughs> thank you to the audience for coming out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being here. Saturday night. Yeah. Thank you to Pack Theater for Pack letting Theater. us put our little podcast up on yeah, here. Yeah, and then thanks for Ed and Ing for uh, you know doing all the technical stuff, coming yeah. out here, donating Smashed his time. It. Yeah, you know he's. Well, this is being taped, videotaped. Brian Dash, thank yeah. you too. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Brian, Brian Dash. Dash. They, and then, they're running the pack theater right yeah, now. Yeah, there we go. The light right in my eyes. Um, so I think we should do the outro. Can you do the outro? Do you know it, or do you, can you I, not? Not off the top. You of my don't head. know it. Okay. Um, it you you want to whisper it into my ear, and then I'll repeat it into the mic. <laughs> no, let's just record it later. <laughs> I think what we really should do. What's the most important let's thing? Let's end with a song. Let's end with a song. Cool. What song do you, you guys have one hear. more song, um, right? What? How about we'll let you? Do you want to hear the vagina song? Or do you want to hear Disney Princess? Okay, we'll do we'll do old fashioned pep rally style. If you want. The Vagina Song, clap now. Ooh, that's a lot of hands. That's a lot if you of hands. Disney Princess Song, clap now. Vagina Song, vagina it is! Vagina Song. All right, I hope uh, nobody 
everybody gets offended by an educational song. I have not heard this song, so it's terrible. All right, play us out, guys. The vagina is a tubular sex organ. It's part of the female genital tract. But do you know enough of the facts about vagina? Majora and Menorah make a perfect picture. On your left, you'll pass the cervix. Your right, you'll see a full Swimming up. through the Colombian tubes. It's all part of the vagina. It's a tubular sex organ. It comes in different shapes and sizes. Let's write the facts down and organize the vagina. And ovulate and become fertile. Or you know it, we're back into the menstrual state. Because, because vagina's routines are an ever changing. The vagina is a tubular sex organ. It's part of the female genital tract. But do you know enough of the facts about vagina? Like billions? I don't know if it's billions or millions. Like billions? That's so That's many sperm. Billions seems so many a lot. either way. You're like a sixth of the world's population if all of those made it to an egg. It's just crazy like how many of one thing there are in such a, like, a small thing. It must be millions. Thing. It can't be billions. It I saw today be. on Facebook that there's a termite that lives in your face. Like a mite. Huh. I don't know. It's just the fact that there's so many small things in big numbers. Oh, you just—that's something you read on the internet. I read it on the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a like, cute little my teddy face? bear. Is a termite in my face? Well, it's a mite, maybe. A mite. <laughs> anyway, that zygote. Uh, it's yeah, got the zygote. Like, we should be talking about the zygote. Yeah, it's got like a fifty-one. Uh, you know, it's got like a—it actually has a fifty percent chance. Somebody will think there's more chance for women. <laughs> I don't know. Because actually, we Wikipedia like, most of the facts in this. The world is fifty-one percent women, forty-nine percent men. But that's not because women are born more often. It's because men die more often. Yeah. We're terrible so at being it's alive. Equal, it's totally equal shit. coming in, but we just kill ourselves a lot more on accident. Anyway, that zygote—it's got some percentage of a chance yeah. of having a vagina, 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 vagina. Wow, vagina, na 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 na, na 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 na, vagina. Na 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 na
vagina. Yeah, thanks for doing cool. it, guys. Fun. Great job. Thanks, guys. Awesome. What a podcast. All right, what that's the podcast. show. <laughs> awesome. Right, yeah, we're done. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Oh, we'll yeah, everybody. All right. Wow, everybody, what a great show. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Lou Berger featuring Alex Lewis, Keith Happersberger, and Huey Stonefish for being on the show and coming out and doing the live thing with us. That was so much fun. You can find Lou Berger at www.loubergercomedy.com and on Instagram as Lou Berger. Alex Lewis you can find at alexanderlewis.tv, Keith Habsburger on Instagram as Keith Habs, and Huey Stonefish at www.hueystonefish.com. And of course, uh, Keith Habsburger is a Try Guy, so I'm sure a lot of people will know him from that, so you can find him at all the Try Guy stuff also. You can check out our website at makingmoviesisard.com where you can find links to the things we talked about on this episode, including all the um, Lou Burger videos, other things that were mentioned on the show. If you want to get in contact with us, you can send us an email to podcast at makingmoviesisard.com or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at MMIH Podcast. Um, I'm Alric B on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as Alric Burcell. You can find Kellerman at Kellerman Writes a Lot on Instagram. And please, if you like the show, tell a friend, help us get the word out, and you can leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. That would be fantastic, especially post-Timothy. I want to hear what people think about the show post-Timothy. If it's three stars, four stars, I don't want that, but if that has to be it, that has to be it. Uh, thanks to Kellerman for another great show, and of course for Lou Berger for helping us out. And Ed Ng and all the people in the booth. Um, Zill was there, um, you know, helping out. Um, yeah, really great team. He shot some video. He's probably going to post something uh, for that later. But yeah, it was really great. Thanks so much to everyone for making it happen. And yeah, talk to you guys next week in uh, well, not, not quite the new year, almost the new year. But yeah, talk to you guys on uh, next Monday. Bye.